This is episode 142 for Tuesday, July 17th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will wrap up our episode on Frado's Fridge. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Jeremy, Powers, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. All right, and I don't know where these came from. This wasn't Chicago? No. Okay. No, I don't know where I got these. Um, who knows? So here's Divine Reserve number eight. Soon to follow is a different Divine Reserve. No longer in production. No. they. Can you believe it? They didn't make it. My kind of town, Chicago is. My kind of town, Chicago is. The place where I Thanks didn't buy that. this brew. Okay. Uh, number eight is not the same as my number eight, which is a light lager. This number eight is a, um, I don't know, what'd you say it was? A scotch? Scottish? My kind of people who. Untap says eight was a scotch ale. We heavy. All right, we heavy. We heavy, right. you are the slightly lighter color than all the other beers we drank today. That's this should be one. the same style as uh, the Rar Iron Thistle. It should be, but it's much lighter. Actually, a significant bit lighter. This one has more smoke than the other did. I can smell yep. that, and I would agree. I, I can't say smoke or peat. But I'm getting a serious cardboard note. Definitely there. Yeah. I'm getting serious cardboard. Well, eight was a long time ago. I don't remember when. Yeah, exactly. Maybe some St. Arnold scholar can email me at bfrado at netscape.com, and then we can get, get that to forward to my AOL account, and then we'll be all good, and you can tell me when number eight was made. Either way, this is smoky, but it is much lighter How about than Glenn? the other one. Glenn is a guy. Glenn is a guy. Uh, Glenn's probably not drinking this beer right now. Oh, man. Oh, like, yeah. even as, as I go to drink it, you know, it's extra sweet. I would normally be so, so excited to get a Divine Reserve number eight in front of me. Well, you shouldn't be. As we've learned, they can often be disappointed. This has a ridiculously yeah. smoky aroma. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to expect the nice surprise of the mint from DR1. Here's what the website says. Uh, mm-hmm. Divine Reserve number eight, Scotch Ale. This is a bold, malty, smoky Scotch Ale. 
Oh, so it's supposed to be Pours smoky. a deep amber brown. It is smoky. It is. Quite cloudy at the time of bottling, but will clarify as it ages. Oh. And it did. Uh, it's very clear. Uh, you also got the last pour there, Bowers. Okay, cool. Mine's oh, crystal yes. clear. Okay. Yeah, I see it. The nose is full of smoky toffee notes. True. Taste opens with a sweet malt spice. True. And the alcohol comes up with a light residual sweetness on the finish. Uh, take the word light out and true. <laughs> Balance smoky flavors in the beer from start to finish, although it never is the dominant character. Brewed with two-row biscuit, dark crystal, amber, peated, and caramunic wheat malt. Hopped early with Hallertau. Late with Hallertauer, Hernsbrucker. Uh, we fermented DR8, traditional Scotch ale yeast. It is unfiltered. Enjoy it 45 or warmer. Eh. Eh. Maybe. So, um, the beer was inspired by uh, Philip Kaufman's winning entry in the 2009 Big Batch <laughs> Brew Bash. Cases made, 1,504. Kegs made, 29 and a half barrels to one six barrel. Date brewed, July 6, 2009. Date bottled, August 20, 2009. Original gravity, 1091. Final gravity, 1024. Alcohol, 9.3%. Fun trivia note. Fratto and I tried this at the same time. It was Super Bowl Sunday. What's it? At uh, Eric Anders Navy's house. Oh, yeah. That's. And yeah. that would have been like 2009, whatever. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So this beer is also quite old. Yes, because that, that's what my rabia rating says. <laughs> Bottle with big thanks to Eric Anders Navy. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say smoke is not ever the most dominant flavor they say and i might agree with that there are other flavors and aromas and finishes and whatever that might be more dominant however the smoke is definitely the most consistent for me on this beer if you took a fig newton and smoked it oh goodness (laughs) now i want you to think back (laughs) oh live drop and how many times have we said fig newton today uh, twice. Okay, so there you go. Or three times, or four times. Uh, no, twice. But it's happened today already. Yeah. For those that don't know, uh, the Divine Reserve series was a very sought-after series, For at least through like one through ten. Yeah. Because it was a small batch, and you had to be was not distributed. Yeah, you had to basically no. be at the the grocery store at ten a.m. when the truck arrived to get your six pack of it. Or you had to know when a bar was releasing their one keg of it, because that was it. Uh, now they're up to Divine Reserve twenty one or twenty two. Are they really that high? It's it's. I don't think I've had one since like eighteen. It's been uh, been About expanding. To. So it's not and even releasing to a lot of hoopla anymore. Yeah, because they've also released uh, more of a, a volume. For okay. each batch too, so it's it's no longer the the uh, wait in line and suck it up kind of thing. But knowing that we got a an, an, uh, batch eight in our glass, which has not been rated in a long time, that says a lot. My rating said uh, bottle with big thanks to Eric's Eric Anders Navy, a, a current rate beerian. 
Clear oranges, red pour, lightly bubbly head, interesting aroma. Some caramel malts with roasted coffee as well. Slightly smoked, but ever so slightly. Taste is kind of <laughs> cheesy with a hint of smoke and sweet caramel with molasses. A good scotch ale, no doubt, but worthy of divine reserve? Not sure. Dot, okay. dot, dot. So uh, by eight, we were already doubting, should this have really been yeah. labeled that way? And that would have been a fresh rating, too. Yeah. Mm. I think nine brought our feelings back. Nine was the pumpkin, right? Uh, yes, because ten was the was the the uh, barley wine. Yeah, so nine our brings the feelings back. But eight was maybe not so great. Yeah, because seven uh, was the like uh, Doppelbach or oh, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. banana. It was something like uh, Dunkelweizen. So, anyways, there's that pound belly for eight, Oof. eight or nine. Yeah. As it stands now, I would say just five. for convenience, pretty sake, weak. Let's say eight was an eight. Yeah. I'd say five because no. it's really rich. <sighs> the five. smoke, the smoke seems to have really become the thing as time uh, went on. I'd say dark fruit with a hint of smoke. See, I can't get behind hint. I'll get behind mm. dark fruit, but not hint. Ah, the smoke still carries through as a four. I can't chug this. All right. Well, the next one we have coming up is also Divine Reserve. Oh, no. But it's number 14. Oh, so we're almost... The whole episode is Fredo's Fridge. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you... Does that mean I brought you, it? You brought it. All right. The next one, uh, Divine oh, Reserve God. 14, which oh is almost double. Oh, my God. And wow. it's the Belgian. What in the... Which I can tell you the what in the is really how I felt about it then. Oh my! And then much later, and then I I hope I don't feel about it that way now. And much but later I feel like I will. <laughs> it is definitely much lighter than the eight. Do you have fourteen or eight in your cup right now? That's fourteen. In your cup. I still got the eight. Uh, no. so, okay, so I poured the 14. And no one else did. And no one else has, because Travis is still drinking the 8. Me! I don't feel like it was that big a struggle. However, Everyone else in this podcast is still reading, still drinking the 8. No, actually, you're the well, only one. no one else is drinking it. <laughs> Everyone else has 14 in their cup. <laughs> and when presented with the opportunity... You just said it down in grimace. So what's this supposed well, to be? Okay, so this is a I, Belgian, and I feel it's too hard. Well, okay, so what I was going to say was, Travis is right. All this is is a lighter version of what we just drank. You think so? Yeah, it's super fruity and super Belgian. Uh, Wait, of what we just drank, like. The DR8. Yes. I disagree in so many ways. Did you drink it? No. Yeah. Read, drink the, it? So read the description for 14. No. Okay, don't <laughs> read the description for 14. Let's just take it on word. Okay, so 14 says, Belgian strong golden ale. The goal of this beer was to make a Belgian-American hybrid using West Coast American hops and rye. I don't get much rye. To emulate the fruit and spices often found in Belgian beers. The beer pours a bright golden color. The nose is a mixture of phenolics from Belgian wheat yeast, 
and light citrus from American hops with a touch of graininess. Uh. Rye adds sweetness and complexity to the Pilsner and aromatic malts. The spice of the rye is somewhat subdued at lower temperatures, but becomes more apparent as the beer warms. Cascade and Centennial hops were used for both flavor and aroma, adding floral and citrus notes to play off the strengths of the yeast. Belgian candy sugar was added during fermentation to bump up the alcohol while allowing the beer to avoid finishing too sweet. The dry finish hides the 10% alcohol nicely and makes you want to take another sip. Beers enjoyed best at 50 to 55 percent, or sorry, 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Date brewed February 6, 2014. Bottled April 7th, 2014. OG 1085. FG 1011. Alcohol 10 percent. I I disagree with so much of what was just said. Yeah, me too. I think the first time I had this, I think. Me and Ashley had gone to Friday on the Green or something with Travis. That sounded about right. Went to watch Friday on the Green, a concert, and you and I had both got a six-pack of it. And since we had 12 I mean, of them there, it was impossible to finish them. And it was just, it wasn't the right environment. It wasn't the right flavor. It wasn't very good. Clearly, I've plowed through more since then, but over the course of I, four years, I, I did. I get the Belgian note for sure. It's yes, sweet. It's, a beer. it's very sweet. But, uh, I don't get rye. Mm-mm. No, there's no rye spice. Of course, this is now eight years later. There was no rye spice four years ago. But why would you like? Because people are going to age this. People age four. these types of beers. It's four. It's four. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but people way, age like these still, beers. Why would you put something in your beer as a highlight that isn't going to age well? I don't think rye doesn't age well. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't. I don't have anything to back that up, but I don't. Think <laughs> <laughs> it occurs well, to me I like rye a lot, so I drank it quickly. But but being a brewer. Malt sticks around. Yeah. Adjuncts and or hops don't. So if you're going to say that rye is in your your malt bill, you would expect that the rye would stick around. Okay. So what I'm going to say from that, because this is the one that had all the Haller Tower in it, right? Uh, No, I'm pretty uh, sure that was the last one. Is that the other one? Yeah. This one says uh, Centennial and Cascade. Oh, okay. So, so no, never mind then. Um, I was going to say maybe I'm misinterpreting Hop, but well, Hop wouldn't still be there four years later. So there's little to no Centennial Cascade left. Uh, I don't no, get any no. spiciness. No, no spice, no Hop. It's all like... It's all dark fruit and, and dark Belgian. Fruit, yeah. yeah. It's what you'd expect from a, a Belgian beer. Now, that being said, the yeast says Celis. Does it really? It does. <laughs> That's interesting because Celis was, I think, defunct at this time. Which I thought would pique Travis's interest, but he's been glued to his phone 
ever since we started Celsus drinking this beer. Celsus has only been back for what, like eight months? So it's unless, only been a brewery for like eight months right now. And before that, I don't have a solid discontinuation date. Unless Travis has been researching this entire thing the entire time we've been drinking it. When did Celsus go away? So here's the deal. Um, so the answer is yes. Yes, I have not been paying attention to anything you've said because... But hopefully Celsus is a thing you were ignoring us for. Because I have been chasing... Divine Reserve ratings <laughs> since I start drinking beer. Okay. Yeah, me too, but I stopped. So what's the difference? The difference is the only one that I have not had is Divine Reserve 14. Oh, no. You're, no way. I drank this beer with you. I have rated on ratebeer.com everything from Divine Reserve 1 all the way through Divine Reserve, whatever the last one was, 18, 19, 20. 2126. And the only one I was missing was Divine Reserve 14. I drank this beer for the first time with you. And I saw this in front of me and so I had to go through all of the all of the outlets, Rate Beer and Untapped and Beer Your Advocate seat. and make sure that everything and sure enough, this is the only one that I've not had. It's a lie. So, <laughs> It's that being said, you may have drank this with me, but I may not have wrote, written it down. Wrote. <laughs> I may not have written it down on, on my uh, rating yeah. spreadsheet. No, because this beer was a this. disappointment from the get-go. There were four of us in a park at a music show sitting in the grass. I said music show. I feel like an old man. And You are. We're going to go down touche. to the music show. And we could not so finish the 12 beers we brought. Three beers each at a several hour long concert. We should have been able to kill that. And you are drinking this one is of the, the last beers one. that went yeah. to that concert. So, so maybe that's it. Maybe, the last you didn't, one. maybe you didn't want to sit there and go, I'm at a concert outdoors in the grass watching like here's, here's the thing. rock country, so, and this Fredo. beer sucks. So I'm going to sit he back has, and rate all this. Well, so he's completely ignored everything that we've said so far. True. This is a Belgian strong golden ale, according to Untapped. Okay. Travis, you're up. Okay, look at the appearance. It looks pretty nasty. It's uh, it's so Belgian. I, yeah, thinking about Belgian strong, so I would compare it to Duval, right? Looking through it, I can't see through it. It's it's orange, you opaque. Have, you have thirty seconds. Oh, no, I'm not going to chug this. No, F, no, F, F. I said rate it. You have thirty seconds to rate it. Go. <laughs> Uh, it has some notes of oxidation because it's an old it's an old beer. Uh, you get some dark through some dark fruit notes. Um, I would say biscuit malt for the base. Flavor is pretty straightforward. You get a lot of the uh, the same kind of elements that you'd expect from the aroma. Uh, get some sweet. Character, a little bit of fruit, some dark, dark fruit character. That's about it. Ding, ding, ding. Here's the thing that kind of surprised Frado and I. 
the yeast strain, according to their website, says. You give me thirty seconds. Don't drop something on no, me. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to drop that on you. Other than to say, it surprised us. The yeast strain says Cellus. Oh. Yeah. Ten years ago, yeah. Cellus is not a thing. It wasn't. Now it is. Exactly. And that's what Frato said. Cellus was not something that was relevant at the time, but they used the Cellus yeast to make their beer. That's that's huge. It's huge. Cellus was non-existent that's at that point. That's all I could say to the matter. It was huge. That's about all I can say to the matter. It was you. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah, right? But that's what I'm saying is that wasn't a thing that people looked for, much less expected. It was for, like, uh, yeast source, I guess? Well, anything, because yeah. Cellus was kind of non-existent at that point. But for this beer, this batch... They used Cellus yeast. That that's worth noting, if anything. It is cool. Yeah, uh, Brock Wagner, who owns St. Arnold, he he really has a he's got a finger on the pulse of of Texas Texas craft history and and. But still, I mean, like following that, sure. Powers doesn't an- understand the well, well, importance of Cellus. But like you said, there's a point about why I'm going to be honest. Why they used Cellus yeast? Two and a half hours into my recording, I don't care the, about the importance oh. of Cellus yeast. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. But I'm saying, like the whole. The <laughs> I, I I get it. It's research Cellus, and then maybe you might. I, I listened to Beers of Our Youth, It and, like, the Cellus was on that. and uh, Well, yeah, but you can't quite understand the purpose, like, and, and the the reasoning why Cellus was such a big deal. I suddenly wish that this had been the be- first beer we tried. Oh, while I was gone, was Hellas, did you tell him Cellus, Cellus was Hogarden? No. Cellus is Hogarden. You mean Hogarden? Well, I know that Please. by listening Wait. to Beers of Our Who? Youth. Who? Who Garden? Well, Horton heard a beer, and it was <laughs> Ho Garden. But we are also... This is going to be our longest episode by far. You're welcome. Probably <laughs> not, sadly. No, it won't. What's the longest episode? Uh, not this one, but what's um, next? Yeah, what'd you bring us, Fredo? All right, well, uh, there were two versions of this beer released, and there were notations made... Sorry, no notations made, so we don't know which one this is. No, no, this no, is no, no notations. No. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Superman, no notations. This beer is oh, I from, see a, a big P. That yeah. means it's Flug. So <coughs> this was made for Flug's wedding. God. So this was brewed on, uh, well, it wasn't brewed on, but it was served on June 15th, 2013. So we are over the... Uh, five-year mark on this one this is a but it was probably brewed sometime in 2013 that's an excellent assumption because <laughs> it's an ale it's not an assumption you know <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, this is a 
I think they call this one pie napple upside down cake. Oh, God. And it's very important to realize that all of Fluke's beers, except for one, had the word pie as in the Greek letter in them because he was some sort of social frat sort of situation. No one joins fraternities. That's, pi that's terrible. Kappa Phi? Yep. Yes, that was it. Pi Kappa Phi, yes. Yeah. I oh. like Plato. So every beer he had has some association with pie. Except one. Except one. All right. So this was pineapple it is amazing. cake. I do not think there was anything about pineapple upside down cake. Except you said about one because you brought the other one that was <laughs> oh, that beer must be at least 10 years old who knows um <laughs> fluke does <laughs> he does i will tell Actually, you we all do of the two beers i drug in here this is the newer one and it has mildew spots uh. um so yes mike and kelsey p I don't remember the base style for this, but I don't think there are cherries or cake in it. So pineapple upside down cake is really only for the benefit of the pineapple. I'm sure untapped may tell us something else we knew ten years ago, five years ago. I don't know. Is untapped a thing then? Whoa! Five years ago? Sure. Will it still be a thing after Powers pours all of the beer in his cup and spills it everywhere? Did you accidentally <laughs> get it in your mouth? No, it was on purpose. Yes, Powers got the foam in his mouth on purpose. He got it in his pants on accident. There we go. It's this about called? five years on my pants right there. I think right it's there. called pineapple upside down cake. I'm trying to find it Hey, currently. Luke, click my leg. <laughs> you can look for flugenbrary in the uh, brewery section. Brow bray? Beret? Yes, brow bray. Brow bray. quite clear. It's quite clear. I was not able to find it. I'm excited that I got to try Standard Divine Reserve 14. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I am. We're also. It completes the collection. Does it? Yes. The sad part is giving away my bottle collection to all these Facebook beer group guys and having none of them care. Not none. There was a few that came by and would grab one or two, but I had DR1 through 4. 15 1 through 15 complete and it's just ho-hum to them you didn't have dr1 i had dr1 you and i drank it in my backyard and guess who stole the bottle from you we had dr1 because i got it and i brought it back from houston yeah and that's guess the time we had it and where did we drink it in your backyard and who kept that bottle well the bottle is the difference from having the beer in the bottle well, right, but that's what I'm saying. I had the bottles, like so I'm giving away my bottle. Ah. Getting ready for this baby, getting rid of all this stuff. So I'm giving away all my mm. bottles. And I had DR1 through 15 in bottles, like straight up. like Sure. But no one wants take, an empty bottle. They'll, kept, they'll come take one or two. Nobody even cares. I had DR1. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, guys, I got DR1. And they're like, yeah, but is it a milkshake beer? And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I have DR1, but is there anything in it? No, it's an empty bottle. Oh. For a bottle collector, that's, you know. It's like my, uh, I have a natural light can from the 70s. But there's no natural light in it. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I found it. Did you? Okay, oh, good. no. Because I haven't found it yet. 
I'll check in and you can find it. What's the base style? <laughs> now that we have like 10 minutes of me and Travis discussing empty bottles. It's a fruit beer. That's. Wow. <sighs> Cop so, out. Yeah, I was about to say, like. <laughs> P I hyphen. Oh. N A E apple. So it's pie, napple. Okay. Upside down. You remember cake. when I said I always feel like a hyphen? I really yeah. should have stuck to that. So I found it. I just checked in so you can find it there. <clears throat> Don't do the bottle. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. <laughs> okay, so is it going to be that quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is super quick. Smells bready. It's, it's like a brown ale with a hint of fruit. Smells bready. Pineapple is totally gone. Yep. Um It's pretty sweet still. It's fine. I might agree that it tastes kind of like a brown ale, but the fact that it was extremely eight. yellow. Poundability 10. <laughs> I know you're shocked. That's kind of a... a Poundability of 10. But it was it's so a drinkable easy. homebrew, so yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a meh. The only thing that might bring it down is the fact that even after over five years' time, it's very carbonated. I just pounded it at eight, so there which we makes go. me it's think fine. that this is the uh, angry version. Remember, I said there was two versions, so we brewed ten gallons of this beer, and one of them fermented nicely, and it was fine. There yeah. was a Krausen. Okay, great. The other one exploded. Yeah. This one, it's the head meh. on this one makes me think this is the yeah. one that exploded. Yeah, it's meh. But it's lasted this long, so maybe it was not the one that exploded. Maybe. But I, f- I feel like the one that exploded was very vibrant. The one that exploded very was good. We were shocked that that was the yeah. one that was actually worth drinking. Not even worth drinking, but like I want to drink it. But it was meh. Was it? Was it meh? It's fine. Yeah, you're right. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Do we have The pineapple doesn't come through at all. No, not at all. No, pineapple's gone. So So, if you are studying for your BJCP course mm -mm. and you are trying to become a Cicerone, (laughs) pineapple is not a lasting flavor. Or it depends how you use it. Uh, I don't like how you said that. Cicerone. Cicerone. I would say enter what you Cicerone. brew. Enter what you brew, uh, not what you intended to brew. Well, Fluke it, brewed this it, and it, I it, entered it. it. So what do you do it, when it, your friend it, enters your beer for you? It, 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 you don't. You take his ribbon and you run like hell. <laughs> or um, non-ribbon. I don't remember where the pineapple came in this. I know there was some it very doesn't. late brew, but, but I don't. It doesn't. Yeah, I didn't brew this with him. Who I, did? I did, you? yeah. There was some late, like, like. Do we need new batteries? Flame off. Doesn't no situation. But yeah. other than that, What's I'm next? saying it doesn't. It hey, doesn't. That, that red so what, what commercial beer is next? So after that needless break, here we are with needless. Somebody threw up. Someone. Did. I did not, and no one. And will no one's going to gonna own up to it. Here's the problem, though. Travis and I did not leave the table. I went outside to vape. I peed uh, right. and came back. Here's my bourbon barrel-aged winter warmer picture, and Powers is still wearing the same shirt. Yes. 
So, so that means he is vindicated. S- yes. The spittle. The that only, means no, the only I one. I spilled a beer on myself when I tried to chug no, it. No, he came in the room saying, hey, guys, just to let you know, this this is beer, not I throw up. beer on myself. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. So, Powers is vindicated. Until you asked me. I sample sure. I didn't even going know what you guys were and talking that gun about. Must fire something, and I'm guessing the thing that fires is paintball. vomit, paintballs. I was thinking pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> no, it's that Phoenix War Game Products WGB. <laughs> that's an autococker. That's a paintball gun. Autococker. All right, yes. pineapple upside down cake. Well, as we round about hour three <laughs> of this terrible podcast. <laughs> We have the infamous. This needs to be like the never ending. The it won't go away. The we've drank it for the last time ten times. Ten, uh, maybe five, maybe five. But either way, for years we've been like, okay, this is the last bottle. This doesn't exist anymore. What is this? Dunkelweizen? Is that right? Yes, (laughs) aged on. uh, This is a blackberry uh, uh, raspberry uh, chocolate. Yes, raspberry raspberry vodka. vodka. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, chocolate raspberry oh, vodka no. Dunkelweizen. It smells like it chocolate and vodka. Not temperature controlled, which means that the banana clove characteristic of <laughs> that Dunkelweizen definitely mixed wholeheartedly with the chocolate Ugh, raspberry. Oh my god! And and the vodka never quite went away. This beer's got to be approaching ten years old. Uh, the raspberry is, plays a big part of it, even still. Now, this has been a weird beer, though, because it because of the times that it's good. There will be times that you'll pour hey, this beer okay. and be like, this is a great beer. What okay, is this? So, and you'll so, be like, it's Black Pearl. And you're so, like, no, no, it's okay. not. Two years ago, Black Pearl was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Travis is about to play the drop. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> And right now, it's now to, it's not about to pull the drop. It is. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna finish this. This tastes like in a glass. Pour it in my cup. I'll finish it. I'm drunk. <laughs> I already texted Ashley. I'm not gonna drink it. I I had a sip and I'm done. It tastes like in a glass. Okay. Why does this not taste good to you? It's just oh. No, so so here's the problem. There's not nothing halal. I can, there's nothing I can physically just describe that doesn't taste good. Like the flavors are all solid in words, but every time I drink it, I get that that back of the throat feeling that contracts without your permission. Stomach acid. Ah, uh, maybe yeah. Oh, granted you and I are the biggest purveyors of acid reflux yes. at the table. I have lost many nights sleep because of stomach acid. I've lost many teeth sleep. <laughs> teeth sleep? Stu- uh, I think that's how it always works. Well, I, I just, speaking I of a black pearl, I do you see the black hole back there? That's acid uh, reflux. Two years ago, I absolutely loved the beer. So Six years ago, I absolutely hated it. So that's the so problem it, with it's, this. It's on, a, it's on a two-year... Uh, cycle. There are too many flavors, and they don't always align the correct way. What is this supposed to be? It's a it's a dunkel dunkelweizen with chocolate and raspberries. Why? Because Aged in vodka. Brewed, because he brewed a dunkelweizen with chocolate and raspberries. It's called the champagne of beer. <laughs> Wait, who brewed this? Fluke. Why? Because uh, why he not? A beer with chocolate and raspberries, and for <laughs> some reason, he chose dunkelweizen as the style. <laughs> 
Is it rustic? Um, the, the reason the reason the vodka comes in and makes it so rustic is because he needed a way to sanitize the raspberries. So he soaked the raspberries for like a solid day in the fridge in a bottle of vodka. No. And the vodka was the most predominant flavor for a very long time. Oh God. Has anybody ever done a beer candle? You know, this might actually do well. Somebody has done beer soap. Better as a candle than as a beer. As a liquid, I'm going to say that this isn't going to perform as a candle. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh. I might actually throw up now. You know yeah. what's going I on? Think, I what think I we're on right our... It's banana chocolate. That's what, that's what it is. It's banana chocolate that's really coming through. It's just... I'm, yeah. I'm not okay now. So I this, just, uh, this one started off as he wanted to do a, a, a Doppelbach... Or something, something a yeah. Dunkel with with chocolate and banana, and but also wanted to have like the raspberry notes of a. It was like uh, a chocolate raspberry pie. There was a lot of his, his whole joke was it's, it's pie. Everything's pie. Everything's pie. So he wanted like a, a chocolate raspberry pie. Okay, so I'm just just to save the rest of this episode. I'm going to say we're done. Okay. Like this is it. No, you're I, right. I, we're just we're not going to go on any further because I, just no. The flavors are there, and they're uh, the flavors that no, were intended, but they do not mix. It, no, they it's mix just terrible. In a vomitous. And nobody at this point is going to want to listen to anything else we have to say after this terrible beer. Are you kidding? I've listened to y'all drink beer before. No, but this is terrible. This is t- absolutely terrible. Like, I would not wish this on anyone. I've listened to you drink worse beer than this. Oh, really? God. What? <laughs> Frado, name a beer worse than this right now. Um, exactly. Exactly. I, I want to no, try, no, I wanna try the uh, OG. No. The I'm, OG uh, Jester King. No. Uh, maybe common. Maybe later. Uh, no, I'm, I'm done. We're done. This is terrible. This is the last beer that I want to drink today. Like, it's no, just bad. That's not true. You have at least four more. All right. No. There is one man that said, bring every beer, and that man's name I, is Christopher Sample. Booyay! Right. Booyay! I, I like booyay. So, I just called in for the this sake of terrible. finishing this episode. It's terrible. See? Now, as Sample Okay, so hold on. Before you open that, is that death metal? Or no. metal something? <laughs> I don't read French. What? So it's okay. not. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna take a quick break where Chrissy joins Chrissy's uh, Chris's sample. What? <laughs> All right, welcome Chrissy to the podcast, everyone. Hi, uh, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> My eyes specifically. Yeah, yeah, we've been recording the whole time. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you asked. So, this, as best I can tell, is a French black IPA. From Lavache a beer. As far as you can tell. Well, I don't speak French. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Untapped says that it's a black IPA, so. Oh, okay. All right. So why not? <laughs> uh, it was There was a, a little pat of sediment in the bottom, and we really should have left it there, but Travis didn't. And so. It's Travis's fault. Here we are. Turns out Lavache a beer means the beer cow, which is why all the Google searches of this just have a man with a beer cup up to the udders of the cow. Huh. And this is the Brune Aquitaine, which I translated and Google translate to Brown Aquitaine. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, so, yeah, I got this in Chicago about three years ago, and here we are. It would be funny if all the words on the side of the bottle in French actually translate to do not mix up this bottle, leave sediment in the bottle. <laughs> it has a date on there, but I don't know if it's a born-on date or best-by date. Because that's in French, but... October 2015? Yeah. Yeah. The year still remains the same, 2015. So this could be a three-year-old beer that was made three years ago, or it was a beer that went bad three years ago. Or it could be both. Invitation to join them on a voyage of Hublanil, which I don't know what that means. Well, it is black. All the Hubla knows down in Whoville. It is black in lots of chunks. Yeah, you can't really see through it. Ugh. Yeah. I would. Light. I don't really Tan have head. any head. Well, you. I see some in yeah. your glass. Mine is so. even if I stir it, there's not really anything. It's mm. just murky mess. We were afraid that this bottle was just going to blow as we were opening it. Opening it too. Oh, really? Yeah, because Why it was. That? What Travis was just kind of. Barely pulling it in, we were getting some pretty bad, pretty bad hissing out oh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did shake it up though too. So yeah, we did upend it. So we were wondering, but carbonation level is, nah. I mean, I got a ring ahead. I don't know why it's there. Might just be a whole bunch of yeast ring in my glass. Mm. Oh my god! Freaks <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. and started. The cow has beer. Is one invitation at travel? Hublano. It's eccentricity you take on the ocean of beer who slap in the mouth and fetid pawpaw voted nay will be that Miller good trip. Miller good trip. <laughs> Thanks, Google Translate, Is, for that. <laughs> goodness. Okay. Uh, I don't really understand anything you just said. Me either, and none of that told me what style <laughs> the beer was either. So, there we are. Well, Untap says... Black, Black IPA, IPA, so we're going to go with that. Yeah. Is this the champagne of beers, considering mm. they're making a Miller reference? Well, it is, <laughs> it's it is called the champagne of beer! <laughs> I, I don't know, was it made in champagne? Oh. Oh, jeez. Could we, could we be drinking the actual champagne of beers? <laughs> it was... Champagne. I don't know. Champagne. Um, the soundboard battery died, so for the rest of the episode, we're going to have live drops. Oh, good. <clears throat> So it's happens. called the champagne of beers. There you go. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what happens when you have a three-hour episode. Didn't last. Yeah. Aroma. Smells uh, interesting. Oh, God. Yeah. We, we actually have to drink this beer, don't we? Okay. So it is a black IPA, which we should get yeah. some sort of roasty malts paired with some sort of hop character. I can get the roasty malt. But the hop character probably died in this bottle about eh, two and a half years ago. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Still got the roasty characters, but I also smell something a little odd. It's <laughs> like a like a sour grape. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. sour. I, I think it has soured. Now, I French, it could have been sour on purpose. Yeah, it's something I've never had anything from this brewery before, so I can't. It could be one of those Jester King things where, you know, everything you have from them is sour and you just accept it. (laughs) 
It's good on Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what the case is with this one, but it definitely tastes like it is. Well, it's seven and a half percent. I mean, you got to work to it's like it's infection probably is in a situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this cow's got sour milk. Unless, uh, unless it's just really, really oxidized. Get some of those like sherry notes. Totally possible. Cardboard. Huh. Well, I think some that's in there, but there's a definite sourness to it. Yeah. For sure. For uh, sure. Beyond that, there's a little bit of kind of coffee roast. <laughs> Very much beyond that. <laughs> it, it is hard to get beyond the sour grape. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. with it being so old, it's really hard to tell. Yeah. Hmm. That. Um, yeah. And Frado's <laughs> been looking up some other reviews online and hasn't found too much to go off of either. There's not much on this brewery at all. One rate beer rating from three years ago, like a dozen other untapped check-ins. <laughs> yeah, literally 12. Yeah. The <laughs> That's second crazy. image search untapped? is a picture of a man with a cow udder in his beer glass. It has who, 12 ratings. Who are these people? Lavache a beer. Yeah, like and it says macro brewery. Yeah, that's what and if you go to all their beers, the highest check in beer they have on Untapped is like thirty three beers. So is thirty three beers. Oh, is, is Untapped just not that big in France or something? And they get bad cell reception out there. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Or mm. you know, they just don't distribute that's very possible. much. Except yeah. to Chicago, Illinois. Well, I mean, you know, that's that, weird. Yeah, good yeah. job, Benny's. Yeah, I'm not good really job. sure because I've never seen this brewery anywhere around here. Nope. Nah. So maybe somebody randomly got a hold of a bottle, or I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that Benny's is like the Hall's Grocery of Chicago. Maybe. I mean, Chicago's a big city. I don't know. I can't necessarily call it a port city, I guess, but there is a. Well, it no. is put on a lake. This well, yeah. so. this is a black IPA, not a port. Maybe they, you know, maybe they distribute to Canada and it somehow made its. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. That's possible. Some <laughs> people speak French in Canada. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm gonna find with the chug pound of chug of bang ability. Bang ability. The finish it ability. <laughs> it's it's low. Yeah, this one's rough. <clears throat> I've got like a metallic taste in my mouth on the finish there. Kind it's, of tinny. Yeah, very that, um, tinny. That last, <laughs> yeah, right. That last pound of it, I, I had to chew. Yeah, well, even though <laughs> Travis shook that bottle up to the point where I thought it might blow up, Powers' bottom pour is still bottom. Is still uh, bottom. Still, just completely. It's brown it's with awful. <laughs> this gonna be this gonna clean me out. I'll tell you what. Here, finish that raspberry <laughs> sour. A, there's a, close yeah. your eyes and drink the rest of it kind of beer. Close your Here we eyes go. and I'll finish your beer. Tomorrow. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Poutability one. It is coated the bottom of my glass. Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, poundability one. Oh. So okay. uh, what's the uh, what's the poundability on the super pills? <laughs> oh God, it's definitely still a one. 
Nice live drop, though. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try. Yeah, that's a that's a <sighs> one. I don't real not real. Pr- oh, I mean, uh, it was easy to pound. It was just really gross. <laughs> yep. BJCP reading on this would be pretty low. It, the hop characteristic is not there. The like malt characteristic 20. is obscured by sour grapes. Yeah, twenty or lower. <laughs> unless, unless black IPA with sour grapes. Now it's like an eighty-five. <laughs> unless. <laughs> Unless black IPA means something different in France. <laughs> Ipa. Yeah, or, or with black curant. Maybe they mixed in some of the fruit and then it soured. It might be. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Maybe, no. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah. yeah. That's what... Okay, so can we move on to something uh, that did not age well? <laughs> I, no. hope, you know, I hope we didn't drink all the good beers out of his fridge first <laughs> because it seems like as this episode's gone on the beers have started to decline if those were yep. the good beers well the raw yeah. ones but yeah, they started with the good ones the divine <laughs> reserves were really nice i'm glad we got to do those yeah. right and then started to and not. then the beer 30 light came out yeah. Ooh, so, <laughs> that was better than golden pheasant i think yeah yeah I, I do say that I, I think that we're I do say we're, I, I, I do say. we're remarkably uh, well balanced for how many beers we've drank already and my goodness now, now we sound a little little bit kind of mellowed out a little bit yeah a little sharper <laughs> just it, a bit you know, it's one of those bell curve things we're right. you know what back. like yeah. the the more you drink the soberer you get sober yes and I think we're proving that with this episode right now yeah huh. I just we're urinated out all the drunk that's all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just have another beer. All right. All right. Well, welcome to Fratto number six. This yep. is the Throttle Body Ale, the award winning. Oh, award winning. Yeah. This win. Uh, 2011 <laughs> or 2012. So, six years ago. It's been a minute. Seven years ago. Well, this was brewed in early 2011. It was actually probably brewed in late 2010. But you know how that goes. So, how did it end up in a swing top bottle buried in your fridge? I needed a keg. Okay. And there we are. Ah, that so there's just a little bit left, and then you're yeah. like, okay, I'll just put it in a bottle, and and then you just forgot or, about it? Actually, you know what? I wasn't kegging yet. <gasps> That's what it is. I wasn't kegging yet. We must have <laughs> run out of bottles, and that was just like, oh, 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 and just threw it in there. Oh, so this has oh. been bottle conditioned the whole time. Okay. So that could explain the carbonation level. Yeah. <laughs> also could explain why there is so much sediment in the bottom. Let's powers dumped in his glass. We talked about leaving the bottom bit and to be careful not to do the whole thing. And then and powers just kept pouring. Kept pouring. <laughs> that's so that's two in a row. Powers has a glass I get, that has a lot of black design and a lot of black lettering and it's all clearly visible through his black beer because it's actually a chocolate brown <laughs> he's on a yeast cleanse so i call i call top pours on the last two <laughs> i can't do this mine, i can't do this four in a row that's true mine however is, is very black in color mine too uh, does have a nice kind of tan beige head when you surge pour it yeah I poured it straight down the middle because I I thought this was off of a keg and it was going to just be flat, but got a but decent. Instead, it's from 
a bucket and it's well, and it sprayed flat. whenever we opened it. <laughs> well, mine is brown, and this is from when uh, all the cool beers were all imperial stouts that were all named after like parts of your car. Mm. So that has a good aroma. Old engine oil and old viscosity, and you know, so there's throttle body. <clears throat> I'm getting a lot of dark fruit in the aroma. Yeah, which is not. I don't think that's correct. That's more of a porter thing, isn't it? Well, it's more of a Belgian quad thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, dark the good news is this is not the one that I decided to make a Christmas beer and put a bunch of spices in. Yeah, because you had the six and then the six A. Yes. Because there was an unfortunate mishap somewhere along the way. Where cinnamon is too much. So less is more ingredient. Yes. So we brewed it with I brewed it with spices, and then it was just terrible. So I did the exact same beer again without any spices, and there we are. Spices might be a welcome mm. distraction. <laughs> right now, yes. Yeah. I do get some dark malts. It does have a bit of roastiness to it. Um, you can tell it's an older beer because it has it has the the notes of an old beer like you expect like the dark fruits and uh some some of the oxidation notes that come along and i think we decided around two and a half years that this beer had hit its peak and while it was still really good it was clearly headed in the other direction Uh, so that was like so then you let it sit for another five (laughs) (laughs) maybe it'll come back around (laughs) yeah let's hurry up pour it back in the swing top but not you (laughs) (laughs) yeah no powers no, exactly. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah, dark fruit flavor. Yeah. This tastes, actually tastes a lot like the last one, but not sour, but just oh, fruity. Like, really? You get sour grapes from this? No, I, no, but I get grapes. This has a lot yeah. of, like, when you're 10 and you're dumb and you eat the baking cocoa, Mm. in the metal can thinking that you're like oh i'm gonna get into this cocoa it's gonna be great <laughs> and it's not the cocoa you want it's, this tastes like a spoonful of that the bitter <laughs> baker's chocolate mm-hmm. but see i don't even really get cocoa no it's all down the side of my tongue all just viscous and i, I can't get past the fruit <laughs> really yeah the fruit's like a secondary flavor to me uh, yeah, the fruit's not nearly as pungent as it was in the previous one we just had. It's there. Maybe it, my, my tongue memory is still thinking about the old... Did you rinse? Yes, I did. Twice? Four times. <laughs> <laughs> Three times a lady. I'm going to have to rinse like six Twice, times. Four times. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this beer. Five years ago? Seven years ago. Yeah, you rated it four and a half bottle caps. It was good. Even the last check-in that I had on this one um, was at Fork in the Road, believe it or not. Wow. Um, May of 2014. I said version number two, not as good as the original. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) Hmm. Well, this is the the original, so what happened? (laughs) Version 1.5, not as good as version 2. 
That's still version one. It's just really old. Hey, Windows 95 is still Windows 95. We can romance it all we want. Romanticize, not romance. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> or romance my I'm going to romance my operating system. Yeah. yeah. What's it going to do ding, with a Google ding, Chrome? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Let me show you what to do with that USB port, baby. USB yeah, port. USB port. That wasn't a thing. thing. Let me show you what to do with that floppy disk. Where's my, where's my HDMI cable gonna go? It's still Windows ninety five. Yeah, I'm talking like, you know, not the one and a quarter flop or whatever the it was. Five and a quarter. Yeah, five and a quarter. Versus three and a half. Uh, I don't know. It's been too long. <laughs> the problem is, is we all have like half a glass of nine. Yeah, it's not, not really anything else to. Um, <clears throat> Um, uh, <laughs> you should enter this as a uh, Belgian quad with sour grapes. <laughs> See, I don't think it's sour. It's just really, 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 really fruity. Yes, I just don't get like that. like prunes and dates. I, I I can see dates, probably not prunes, Ugh. and I. I get fruit. Like, I'm Bad not going to tell you I don't, but to sit here and groan about how fruity it is, I just don't get. And you can't tell me I'm wrong. Oh, no, I can't. I just, I, I'm not picking up any of the, the cocoa. Well, that's the forefront to me. And I don't mean like a nice hot chocolate. I really do mean like, oh, oh yeah, I'm going to steal yeah. this. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> like, when you go and you buy the, uh, the chocolate bark oh. that's in like the big chunks and it looks like a big candy bar. Yeah. You try to take a bite of it, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like just me. 85%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dark cocoa. <laughs> Anything beyond, like, the 60 was just... Or is it co- cocoa? Cacao. 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 Cocoa. Nibs. Nips. At the time, I remember this beer being, like, one of the thickest, richest, chewiest beers that we've ever had. I know, right? And now, do you have any numbers on this one? I don't, I don't think that anymore. Like on Brew Toad or something? So I mean, it's nine point two. No, I meant like OGFG. Oh, maybe because it is pretty full bodied. I mean, it, the carbonation being flat doesn't really help the body. It's just like mm-hmm. creamy. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing like I mean, we can see what to Brew offset Toad the has. fact that it's just a kind of a thick. Thick, uh, almost. I don't want to say sludge, but like you know, it's just like say it. <laughs> Used motor oil. Yeah, something like that. Like a something that would come out of a throttle body. Oh, uh, if that comes out of your throttle body, you're in bad shape. <laughs> but I'd, I'd say it's like a ten weight, not a five weight. <laughs> like a ten W thirty. And that was the see that was all the all the rage in names. Ooh, I think it is here. Powers, do you want to mix our two glasses so you get a, a better pour? This was a ten ninety two. We could do that. Ten twenty two. Oh, ten twenty. So that's still pretty. Pretty viscous with seventy two IPUs. Seventy two. That's what it says. Huh? It's like a chemical reaction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the beer. 
Yeah, the original, uh, <laughs> the oh. original batch had a tablespoon oh, of cinnamon yeah. and a tablespoon of pumpkin pie spice. So the original recipe was written by an idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were just inexperienced, that's all. Yeah. So was 6A intentional? Because I remember, or I feel like I remember it was a mistake. Like we brewed the beer and then it it tasted like really fruity or spicy or no, something spicy went way wrong. Because I put two tablespoons of spices in it, so I just saw that original recipe on Brewtoad and there was a full tablespoon of cinnamon in it. So you had intended spices from the beginning. Yeah. I was okay. Gonna, I was trying to make like a winter holiday beer, like and oh. you know, and God, what a wreck. <laughs> I think we poured it. I think eventually it just got poured, or I chugged it down and spent a week down on the couch. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I got a lot. My pour got a lot more gritty after I blended mine with Powers's. Powers's. Yeah, I think I get it a little bit more. Yeah, I think I understand. What after? I don't know. I just Which understand part? what the beer's supposed to be. Oh. And it's not just yeast cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a New England st- imperial. I was about stout. to say like milkshake stout. Yes. yes. <laughs> Fredo's milkshake brings all the cars to the yard. I don't care about milk sugar. I just care about milk. milk. <laughs> you said that sounds like a Sawyer. <laughs> Have we tried brewing a beer by just pouring milk in it yet? No. Oh, oh my god. god! Can you imagine? No. <laughs> you tried that with your blue milk experiment? No, no, I didn't. That was. I put lactose in it, but I put uh, powdered sugar. Okay. And a bunch of oats. Okay. And wheat too. I, I was looking for yeah, like any adjunct that did not want to clarify. Yeah. So right, it didn't just look like green, um, <laughs> uh, green St. Patty's Day beer. So, did you put the? How'd you do the powdered sugar in there? Yeah, I just threw it in the kettle, like right at the end. No, <laughs> <laughs> dang! So you were ahead of the curve on the hazy beer trend then. Yeah, I was trying to make it hazy a long time before, hmm. years and years ago. And then later on, you added Brettanomyces to it. Yes, because I don't think that I don't think that between like the wheat and the oats and the powdered sugar and 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 that uh, oh, and it was like a wheat yeast too or something because it was yeah, just like so one that doesn't like flocculate, nothing that flocculates, and yeah, and it didn't like the the gravity wouldn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> so we put some bread in it, and the bread finally ate through all the junk that I had thrown into the kettle. You know, I hear people put flour in their beer God, to make I've the heard hazy. That too. So Ooh. maybe you can try blue milk again and just maybe put a put bunch flour. of flour in yeah. there. Does that? And then I can say things on my can, the side of my can, like "come at me" and stuff, and it'll be fine. Does that introduce any like fermentable sugars into the flour? beer? Flour? I wasn't sure. I, uh, it's not like grain based at all, is it? Or because well, I mean, flowers are grain. That's what I was wondering then. But I don't, it, I don't know if it's germinated, huh? I don't think it matters because it's so pulverized. <laughs> mm. I was, just, you mean like turned into flour? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> precisely. I don't know. 
Hmm. But a really worthwhile conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to finish this beer. <laughs> so anyway, what is it? The uh, the bangability? I mean, poundability? Crap. Oh, God. <laughs> it's much higher than the last one. <laughs> 1.5. Oh, it's not that. You know, the more I drink on this, the more I like it. <clears throat> it the, the fruitiness is disappearing, and it's becoming more of a just yeah. a dark, flat stout. Yeah. Yeah, it was very creamy because there was no carbonation to get in the way of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so then what's your number? Eight. <laughs> no, I For thought this one was six. God. For poundability? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Stop the drop halfway through there. Uh, I'd probably give this a, a three. Because it is creamy, so you know you can kind of drink nice milk chocolate, but at the same time, you get halfway through and you start to feel the alcohol warmth, which yeah. I'm, I'm starting to pick that up. Mm-hmm. And you realize that you're drinking uh, berry juice, so you're like, oh, <laughs> your throat closes up. Berry <laughs> juice. That's a three. Yeah. Actually, no, if you like intentionally soured this one, it might actually be pretty good. Hmm. I disagree. I don't like sour stouts. Never have. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. And I might almost be kind of not really coming around on a sour beer. Maybe kind of probably not. <laughs> and sour stout is had, just the worst situation. I had one sour cherry stout that I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Is that the one by um, Blue Owl or something? Uh, it's one down in Austin uh, or whatever. I don't, I don't remember. They do came have in a can. One. I couldn't tell you. They do have one, whether it's any good or not. I've had it. I think I've like had it before. Standards. Was, I don't know. It was okay. Let me see. Mm. We'll be able to. Uh, yeah, my number's three on this. Okay. So, BJCP rating on Frato 6. It's righteous. It's way high. It's at least a 92. <laughs> it's out of 50. <laughs> yes. Out of 50. It broke the scale. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I said to do the black IPA with sour grapes and then it's an 85, I was already. <laughs> It's like the thermometer in the cartoons. It just keeps going up and then <laughs> Plus, bursts out of yeah. the tub. And then mercury goes everywhere and you've ruined everything. Which I've already done. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what style would this It was intended have to be in? an imperial stout. Okay. It would not do well entered in that category. <laughs> <laughs> because it's old or because it doesn't run in those numbers? Because I think the answer is because it's old. I, I still think if you entered in Double or Quad, it'd have a better shot. No, it, way too roasty for that. Yeah, there's no. Well, I know, but I mean, character at all. Not even I, if you. But take see, into account, my palate, I'm not it, picking up all that roast. I'm just getting the fruit. Mm, I'm not saying it would do well. I'm saying it would do better. <laughs> and this is why you don't enter things into contests. <laughs> Fair enough. This is an award-winning beer, right? Which award did it win? Uh, the, the Dallas beer drinking <laughs> guys drinking beer and talking about which one's better. <laughs> and if we're being honest, it got silver, not gold. It's an award. <laughs> <laughs> there were some very high-ranking beer guys drinking that beer. Okay. Almost as prestigious as the Maverick Mash Award. Hey. But not quite. So Not quite as prestigious. I mean, right on par with that, though. Yeah. Yep. 
And those guys went on to run like festivals and open bars and stuff. And well, like, the Mavmash guys went on to run a podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> teachers and run a gas station. Yeah, Who runs a gas station. I run a gas station. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Hashel Swart. Is that his new job? <laughs> As an imperial stout, it's probably in the twenties, just because it lacks. Some of the like rich, chewy, just awful thickness that you look for out of that style. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I remember this being like the thickest, richest thing that we've ever had at the time. And then now, several years later, it's uh, considerably less than. Uh, whether that's the effect of it sitting in the fridge for seven years or if that's the effect of you know us having experienced other beers in that time and uh, having a different perspective on things, I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, it would probably be probably be in the high twenties because I don't I don't dislike it, but it's still missing the mark on a few of the characteristic stylistic things for Imperial Stout. I dislike it. <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> it was a lot better. It's the 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 original. It's fine. the original or, <laughs> origins. Okay. Now, now wow. that it, it has a, uh, it has lagered for seven years. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Would this do well as a Baltic porter? Baltic porters do have a fruity character, which do a fruity character, and it's a lager based beer, so it should have some clean notes. Uh, it's be like think it's but it's also a dark beer, so you get it's some clean enough. Do get upper seventies. Upper seventies. How hot is it? How hot is it outside? 105? Yeah, it's that rating right there. <clears throat> Baltic porter often has the malt flavors reminiscent of an English porter and the restrained roast of a Schwartz beer, but with a higher OG and alcohol content than either. Very complex with multi layered malt and dark fruit flavors. Hmm. Mm. Aroma rich malty sweetness, often containing caramel, toffee, nutty to deep toast, and a licorice notes. Ugh. Complex alcohol and ester yeah. profiles. Oh. And reminiscent of plums, prunes, raisins, cherries, or curants, occasionally with a Venice port like quality. There you go. You know? Hmm. I told you 70s, I was right. This might be <laughs> a decent Baltic porter. <clears throat> this is also why I can't do BJCP judging. Like, like if I get. If I get a beer that tastes like licorice, I don't care. I just it's it's losing all of its points right there. I just don't want it. And that's the thing about entering beers too, as a home brewer, you have to enter it as it would score. So enter the beer in the category you think it would do best in, not what you intended. And I've made that mistake tons of times. Right. Brew a beer intending it to be a certain style and it comes out different in some manner. And it would have done better in a different style. Had I had, you know, tasted it actively and and done some, done some research on what style I think you'd do best in. And sometimes you just have to enter the same beer in the same category two different years, and then you get a fifteen point difference, right? Right, Travis? That works too. <laughs> I think we've spent so much time discussing what a seven year old beer would be like while carbonated in a swing top and entered into a competition that you've actually put. <laughs> one person to sleep who cares about that subject 
What? I've watched you fall asleep twice. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's been a long day, but I've been getting up at four thirty every morning Uh all week and been outside Uh in the heat. Uh 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 I'm exhausted. Yeah, well, I got Uh up at seven. (laughs) 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 Uh huh. Uh huh. So I'm glad you asked. (laughs) But I got down. Push the button. Did you say what was next? <laughs> no, I didn't. What's next? I don't care. All right, and we do care now because it's in the cups. And hopefully it's a good beer. Hopefully, but it's not. Because it has the potential to be a very good beer. So this beer is the bourbon barrel-aged arrogant bastard. I have no idea why I have this. We did not check the explicit box. I don't know where it is. Smug it came cap. from. All I know is that it was bottled Ka 726.15 and bottled Ka 726.16. Circa. Oh, is that Circa? Yes, yeah, CA means Circa. Ka uh-huh. <laughs> 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 means California to me, and uh, or maybe the noise that a bird makes. <laughs> Star Trek through. To the search, the wrath and, of Ka. Uh, circa is usually the uh, the little squiggly tilde, not tilde. Uh, it looks like a tilde, but it's a dash instead. I use that for uh, circa. The drunk so, dash. Yeah, that one. Friday. The last time you checked into this was February of 2017. That's the only time I've ever checked into it. So I wonder if this was. So this one can't be that old. No, it's not. It's just that's what I'm saying. The the bottle. Itself says bottles three years, July of fifteen yeah. and July of sixteen, both on the same right. bottle. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Hmm. I I don't know why I have this or why it sat in my fridge for a long time. I don't know. Whatever. Here it is. It's a it's a three year old, two year old, three year old. Well, fairly clear. Not as dark as our black IPA and our imperial stout. Got a, a little bit kind of, of haze, maybe amber color. I'd say maybe mm-hmm. darker than that. But you know, it's kind of red, reddish, orangish. Yeah, has a off-white to almost beige color head. Yeah, the head's eh, holding up pretty well. I mean, it's got a nice ring around, so that's nice. Well, I didn't give you permission to pick me up, let alone drink me. Okay, that's what the bottle says. Being groped as you mutter to yourself taxes my patience. While I am a master of social complexities and articulate thought, clearly you are not. I embody the pinnacle of intellectual and alter... Oh, I thought that said altruistic. (laughs) Intellectual and artistic fulfillment while you bring the baggage of preconceived notions which only distract. Hmm. Yet, I'll give you one chance. Aspire... To free your mind, use a crowbar if you must. Approach me with openness, unsullied by your irreverent life experience, in quotes, or leave me alone. No, you don't have to put up with this. Go tweet your precious insights about me. Thrill yourself by imagining your Three or 30,000 followers hanging on your every word. OMG. They're waiting to read the thought that you just had. Now, close your mouth 
and either set me down or do your worst. What's that? You're going to drink a fizzy yellow beer out of spite? Well, self-flagellate <laughs> all you like, tiger. <laughs> Proclaim your unworthiness to whoever will listen. That sounds like a Tumblr post by a really angsty high school girl who just went through, like, the worst breakup ever. <laughs> I think them having a long, angsty paragraph on the back of their bottle predates Tumblr. Huh. Nah, maybe. Probably. Yeah. The fact that they mention Twitter. No, do, yeah, they do. Yeah. So, that it's an old <laughs> bottle. Yeah, Touché. It's, it's yeah. no longer... They you know, didn't say to get on the IG. Yeah. <laughs> they said, go snap, tweet. Snap your, your followers. Yeah. Your thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an old bottle. <laughs> Sounded to me like a paragraph of audio gold full of drops. <laughs> oh, <me>. God. <laughs> Self-flagellate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Self-flagellate. <laughs> we'll be hearing a lot of those uh, things in the future. Derisively calling someone tiger. Or just go tweet. <laughs> go tweet. <laughs> Uh, being fondled by you, groped, being yeah. groped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't give you permission to drink me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it's because of Lars smart. Uh, smart. Uh, I don't know whether it was Lars smoked porter or the Porkins porter, but I smell bacon. <laughs> <laughs> like like heavily sweet maple bacon. My favorite but, was no. You don't have to put up with this. Go. Tweet your. <laughs> It's just it, smell it, bacon. It's like the beer version of if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It's just what it feels like. It, it, you should go. <laughs> you should go find some other, uh, some other stuff that they've done. Oh God, bourbon and oak they come all through. Have those. Oh no. Yeah. I. I mean. I. I really like arrogant bastard. The. You know the original. Mm-hmm. I never had the, the barrel aged one. However. It kind of smells and tastes like stale bourbon. Yeah, I just tasted it for the first time. You would hope that a two to three year old bourbon barrel, eight percent beer would be. Yeah, it'd hold up a little bit better. This, but this is really cardboardy. It does have a little bit of piney notes, but it's not like fresh pine. It's it's more the ones that are left over on the floor after the Christmas tree's gone, and you're mm-hmm. like vacuuming them up. Or if you've ever been to East Texas, you know, in the fall, and all the brown pine needles yeah. are on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is not I, pleasant. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, mm. I can appreciate the bourbon character. However, it tastes like... Like... Your your grandpa who you know <laughs> drinks a lot of bourbon. That's what he smells like. You know, it's like old ah. and musty, dusty bourbon. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, like grandpa had his aftershave on, and he just drank a bunch of bourbon, and it's like this clashing of of aromas. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got to give him a hug before you leave. Yeah. I, which is a shame because I think it smells great. Yeah, it really does have like this, like, or at least to me, like this sweet maple bacon thing going on. Bacon is probably not even right; just this Ooh. sweet yeah, maple. It is kind it. of a bacon. sweet bourbon, I'd say. But yeah, the uh, lots of vanilla, maybe. Actually, yeah, that's the thing. There, there's the barrel really aging, too, which might impart some vanilla. It's just the finish. It's just 
yeah, everything you just described. <laughs> yeah, finish is very dry. Yeah, lingers for a long time. Grandpa's aftershave. Is that like yeah. grandma's bathroom? <laughs> yeah, grandpa's aftershave. They're, they're well, if it's a Jack and Jill bathroom, they're like they're next door. Right. Mm. <laughs> There's lots of brown sugar note too, really which I wasn't is. really expecting. <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's like a brown sugar bourbon. <laughs> it's like a glaze almost. Yeah. Whoa. On the bacon. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> well, luckily, we're podcasting our thoughts on this and not tweeting them. So <laughs> They would be upset if we didn't no. tweet, though. So Travis will put this on our Twitter. <laughs> okay, good. Because mm-hmm. I think I have a Twitter, but I've never posted on it, and I don't know the username or the password. But. You should take a picture of their rant and then tweet it. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet it to Facebook. Them. Tweet it to them. Tag them. <laughs> Read your own mess. <laughs> this was awful. I, I don't even think it's awful. I just this is going to have to be a oh, pounding like, beer because because I only have to have the aftertaste once at that point. Well, I was going to say I'd be really interested to try this one fresh to see if it's still a sweet. Yeah. Because I'm not strange. sure what well, the beer is not. Yeah, the the beer itself isn't awful. The rant is awful, but the beer is mediocre. Yeah, because think about arrogant bastard as it's fresh. It's right. very much the uh, the embodiment of the American strong ale. Mm-hmm. Super everything. It's like yeah. the rich caramely rich, notes, yeah. and it's also like punchy hop mm-hmm. pininess. Because this is one of those that I think of whenever I think about pine hops. Mm-hmm. Um, so that obviously is still there lingering, but it's nowhere near like the the drippy, fresh pine that you would get from what I would assume to be a fresh version of this one. Yeah. Which, if it's barrel-aged, you would assume a lot of that hop character would have dissipated anyway. Yeah. Unless they dry hopped in the barrel, knowing that. Yeah. I don't know. It's been years since I've had an Arrogant Bastard anyway, so I have no real point of reference. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had an arrogant bastard. In fact, I think the last arrogant bastard I had was a double bastard. Hmm. And we got that gigantic cup. Was it a better bastard than the original arrogant bastard? I don't remember. We should have a podcast episode where we just drink arrogant bastard. Hmm. All the different bastards. Arrogant bastard, double bastard, amber girl bastard. I just, I, there, there was one, I just saw it as I was giving all my bottles away. Uh, it's it's Arrogant Bastard, but it's all misspelled. Oh, that's interesting. It's like B-A-S-T-A-D-R-T or something. It's weird. Bastard. Yeah. I just want to know how many times we could say bastard in this Lucky podcast. bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oak bastard. There's a lucky bastard. bastard. What's the lucky bastard? I Man, you're asking me to pull a lot of information. <laughs> this is, what is this a podcast? I know. <laughs> I, what I'm guessing is that they are all American strong ales with slight tweaks. So what's your poundability, huh? <laughs> oh my God. So um, Founders has a Scotch ale called Dirty Bastard. Yeah. Um, Founders also has a Scotch ale called Backwoods Bastard. There's the bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard. There's the oak 
arrogant bastard, double bastard, who you calling wussy? That's not I how I search for bastard. What? Or Lucky bastard the is the one. Stuff. Lucky bastard is the one that's misspelled. Oh, okay. So I made two beers out of one. <clears throat> and it just says strong ale. What is it? See, I told you. They're all strong ales. Oh, the whole description is misspelled. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. The entire description is misspelled. Open Every single word. Use a crab war. <laughs> a crab Open war. your mind. Use a crowbar if you must. Since 1997, error, gnat, bastard, Anyway, ale. my poundability is a five. I'm trying to figure out what, what is this. I didn't pound mine, actually. I just kind of finished it naturally, so I couldn't tell you. I didn't realize I was done until I went to pound it. Poundability two. Two? This must just be. the finish on it is so dry. Oh, that's why you pound it. Right. The, like you said, you, you pound once. it, you get the aftertaste once. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Poundability four. <laughs> I mean, the, like it, it, it's not offensive enough on the actual like act of drinking it that it prevents me from pounding it. It's not good. It's mediocre. I mean, it's it's just okay. It's I just not. Pound this you with a crab war. Yeah. How do they spell crowbar? Crab war. Will Wheaton really likes the uh, lucky bastard. Okay. Uh, he hadn't drank in years. Yeah, but he's got one of the most recent check-ins to it. Okay, so we might not be able to find no. lucky bastard. That was May 2013. Cody Martin had it in November 2014. But that's the most recent check-in. Bassard. There's also a double bastard in the rye. Double bastard, bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> oh. Little bastard. <laughs> Comes in small green bottles. Bastard's midnight brunch. In an eight pack. <laughs> <laughs> Arrogant bastard, Berlin. Well, okay. And then punishment. <laughs> I like when I go into untapped and I, I accidentally hit one letter incorrectly from whatever I'm going for. Yeah. And it will go totally to left field. Like I'm checking into a shiner and I forget the E and it's S H I N R and it's like Sierra Nevada. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Because yeah. clearly I was typing that because there's an H yeah. there. Did you mean that. Goose Island? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you didn't mean Deep Ellum Dallas Blonde? This is the Deep Ellum IPA. <sighs> well, we have Uno Mas, y'all. Yeah. One more? The one that I've been looking forward to the most. Don't, hopefully, it might be the oldest. We'll see. Well, yeah. There's a, it's going to rival the six, and you saw what you thought about the six. Yeah. You better rinse your cup four times. I will. <laughs> Got to get that bastard out. <laughs> And we're Bach. <laughs> well, well, so I have a, a a beer that I'd been saving for a special occasion, and I managed to have passed up uh, college graduations, 30th birthdays, weddings, baby announcements. Apparently none of them have been good enough. <laughs> none of them and is yet good. here we are. But here we are <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon. Yep. And this is very special. What what could possibly be more special than an episode of Brew Styles? I wonder how many of these bottles are still in existence. I don't know. Because, actually, <laughs> this came to the wedding, I think. We just never did drink it. Oh. Uh, I know this came to the wedding. <laughs> we just never did drink it. Hmm. 
This uh, is the jewel of his fridge by far. Yeah, this is uh, uh, the only stuff that they make at Jester King is sour, except this beer. Well, even oh. now it's well, now it's sour. Yeah. When did they stop producing it? 2012? Yes, because on, well, according to Untapped anyway, the last version we could find of the original of this one was in 2011, and then they switched to the new format in 2012. Hmm. Yeah, because they were... And ceased production. Uh, I guess one. they waited on this one until they actually had their own legit strain. And I couldn't find any markings on the bottle as to any rhyme or reason <laughs> as to anything. Or any indication of year. Yeah. Hmm. So, if we're to believe untapped, which we seem to base almost all of our beer knowledge off of at this point. I don't know what we ever did before that. Right. Have we actually said what this is yet, or have we been dancing around it? Oh, sorry. This is the Black Metal IPA by Deep (laughs) Ellum. Imperial Stout. Oh. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) This is the Deep Ellum Imperial Stout. (laughs) Um, Jester this King is, Black Metal. This is the deep metal. Deep, <laughs> this is the deep metal Russian IPA. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an IPA. Wait, it's going to be his IPA. Jester King today. Black Metal Imperial Stout. Ding, 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 ding. No, um, it's not Farmhouse. Right. Imperial so Stout. this is not the sour version intentionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shall see mm-hmm. how it lasted yeah. in the bottle. Mm. And on the labels that they come out with today, it says Farmhouse Imperial Stout uh, around the circle next to the the black metal death guy. And then on the bottle we have, it just says Imperial Stout. So we do know for a fact that this is pre-switching over to the Farmhouse East. Right. Yeah. And that was something that I I never really came around on. We said earlier that it does say bottle condition too. I didn't like uh, imperial stouts that have been soured or stouts sour stouts of any kind. And I I don't think that I liked the farmhouse version of this as I, much as I did the original. I didn't like it at all. But that's what they wanted to do, and they went with that. And they've you know, given props. They've stuck with it for uh, six seven years now. Ooh, it's suitable for vegetarians and vegans. Well, that's good. Yeah. So the, the, wow. that wow. dude on the front's not actually in the bottle. Um, OG 1108, FG 1024. Dang. 60 IBUs, 10.4%. They do have a blurb on here that I'm sure is interesting. Uh, I like how it already had three names before it was even done with its... <laughs> like they were labeling the first batch and it already had three names. Black Metal Imperial Stout, a.k.a. Iron Sword, a.k.a. Blackened to Death, a.k.a. El Martillo del Muerte. Black Metal is a cruel and punishing brew fermented by the sheer force of its awesome will. (laughs) It is best enjoyed while pumping out blast beats, (laughs) summoning trolls, or enjoying a nice leisurely reading of the Necronomicon. <laughs> oh! Uh, Jester King Craft Brewery is an authentic farmhouse brewery in the beautiful Texas Hill Country in the outskirts of Austin. We brew what we like, drink what we want, and offer the rest to those who share our tastes. There you go. And that's a big bottle. Yes, it is. 
It's a 750 milliliter bottle. That's all they make, isn't it? Yep. The, the guy on the front looks like he's constipated. Does he? I'm really... Yikes. <laughs> or is he just like a... Is he just like a clown and he's really smiling, but he has he a looks frown like, painted on him? I mean, he looks like he could play in Kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Kiss black metal? No. Oh. No. You're the one that can speak Polish. You probably know what your metal derivatives are. Wait, do I speak Polish? I don't know. You were, <laughs> you were speaking Polish before we had reached the bell curve on alcohol percentage. What? Uh, the Zweigengeck beers that we had. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that happened, like, what? Like, an hour ago, maybe? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> How it's could I possibly while. forget Ooh. that? Anyway, um, <laughs> believe it or not, black metal is black. No. Yeah. Very dark in appearance. I Opaque. don't even No highlights. Brown head. Still has a decent carbonation to it, even though it sat for so many years. So for being the only beer that went out of its way to make fun of light beer on its label, Arrogant Bastard yeah, is the lightest beer we've drank today. Yeah, except <laughs> well, maybe the Polish beers. The lightest that I can remember so far. <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> and by today, I mean... L- literally <laughs> today anyway um <laughs> we passed midnight a few beers ago so maybe that's it, what he means it uh mm-hmm. smells extremely roasty yes it does this has a lot of the same things i would have told you i smelled in my beer except for that one percent more alcohol seems to really be making all the difference it almost smells ashy uh, that's weird because i don't usually get that Beyond like six percent. I wrote that on a comment when I first had this years ago too. That it was almost a little burnt because it's just it, it is very roasty and rotund. Um, I'm not getting many dark fruit notes Mm-mm. as opposed to the some of the other ones we've had earlier. But it does have like the the bitter cocoa notes and the oh, yeah. dark chocolate. You Maybe might a little bit of like coffee. Some- yeah, might talk me into some dates or something, but I mean, other than that, which is a really, yeah, oh man, <laughs> it's not the blatantly obvious fruit. No, that we've gotten on the other ones. I would say this is obviously the most roasty one that we've yeah we've had today. That's Boy, why and yeah, it, and it survived in the bottle well. I'm not getting any of the oxidation notes that we got in the other ones, or you know, obviously dark fruit we mentioned already. But it's it's still punchy and roasty and it's creamy. So, it's so roasty. It had good carbonation. I mean, the head is still here, and it's it's been in the glass for quite a while. Oh. It was an impressive head on the pour. Yeah, you know, big rocky creamy cap head. Doesn't have the crazy like red headed wide eyed guy that all the caps it's have. Just had. a gold cap. It's just a cap. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a lot of check ins on a tap to this beer though. Even recently, so I think. I'll bet there's a lot of people that were sitting on this. Yeah, they had one in their fridge and then realized, oh crap, they're changing the recipe. <laughs> eh, well, then I'll sit on this and just forgot about it. I'm gonna save this for my wedding. 
and then forget. And then just have it on a two-bit podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Two bits? So we should, say, we should say, Fado, happy graduation, and congratulations on your wedding, and cheers to soon becoming a father. Yes. Because yes. all of that came into drinking this beer together today. Oh, wow. At this point in time. As you, as you toast onto the rubber mat. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There we go. Mm. This is tasty. Oh, it's so roasty. See, I was, you know, a little bit justified to say that I was eager to, to taste this one. Yeah. Uh, not a little bit. I think a lot. The ashy notes come through well after the finish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, if you think... You know, cigarette ash. Baby must suck it. ash. You can get it. Tastes like cigarette. It's left to finish. On the flavor, it's it's not there. Flavor Would you say roastiness? Tobacco. I mean, like you know, Fredo, you're the temper neo expert. Oh, well, of the four of us, yes. <laughs> Tend of the word of the day. Fair. Yeah, I could see that, and I could. Uh, yeah, I'd be talked into that. I mean, I don't know that I'd necessarily pick that out immediately, but well, it might... it's one of those things where you're exhaling later and you're like, oh. Yeah, because I, it's not... I mean, it might, you know, encroach on burnt, but I don't think it's actually burnt. So that's why I was thinking ashy, because it's kind of... This is going to sound weird. Powdery. Uh, okay. But maybe tobacco would be... Because it's kind of dirty. So maybe tobacco would be a better descriptor for it. I, I don't know. I've never had a Tempranillo. I just know that that's one of the big flavor profiles of that wine. But, yeah. I don't know. Am I crazy? No. <laughs> okay. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't. it's not going to come across the same way as it is in a wine, but yeah. Because I don't think you've ever had like a real roasty wine. No, nah, not usually, no. It's not usually a flavor profile I get from wine. <clears throat> Roasty coffee. Coffee wine, wine has a lot of uh, a <laughs> chocolate lot of and coffee notes. Dark malts. Dark malts <laughs> on the wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny though because you know you can have beer, really bad beer that tastes like wine, but you can't know. really have really bad wine that tastes like beer. I don't know. If you drink a Moscato. Well, it's like sugar water. Yeah, right. Next time you go to a fancy restaurant and they ask what wine you, or if you'd like to see the wine list, say no, thank you. Just give me something hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> see how they look. Hopped at you. wine. Now there's an idea. Hopped wine. Well, I mean, they did hopped cider. They've done yeah. Hopped mead. Why They've not? done malted cider. Uh, yes, they yes they have. Why not a, mm-hmm. a malted wine or a hopped wine? Okay. Wow. If it hasn't been done by now, there's probably a reason why it hasn't been done. Somebody now. did do it, and it was so bad like, they couldn't uh, even... Yeah. I mean, do you even... I mean, I guess you could dry hop the wine, but... Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you you don't ever boil wine, I don't think. I mean, same thing with cider. Yeah. <laughs> dry hop your cider. I, mean, I guess you can boil it, but I don't think you get anything out of it. Unless no. you're just trying to pasteurize it, but... Hmm. I never um, boiled a cider. I don't know. No, I mean I boil the water that I use to make the cider just to sanitize it, but that's it. Right. 
you know, if I'm doing one of Stubby's kits or something. I've never actually mm. made a mm. cider with water. Well, you know, Stubby's kits are the, just a um, the concentrate because oh, okay. it's a bag full of like syrup, mm, and you okay. dump that in your carboy, and then you add five gallons of of water. Hold on, as since I know what happened, we were drinking my nine and a half percent beer, and this is a ten and a half percent. It just you know, just pre. What? Just gonna get it out of the way. Okay. What? We had 10 minutes of irrelevant conversation, and now we have half a glass of even higher alcohol beer. <laughs> so just preemptively hitting that button. Okay. Hey, so what do you guys think about Trump? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's... So nah. back to the beer. <laughs> you know, I was having a conversation with one of the other Quick Trip managers today, talking about just, like, water and sanitization. Like, So he, you know, here we go. Irrelevant conversation. Let's do it. Um, and he was telling me about one of his buddies who actually moonshines, and he actually moonshine. You know, he made a distilled a moonshine using smart water instead of regular water. And so this other guy, it's he got had, electrolytes. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, man, you know, I drank a lot of that moonshine, and it was the drunkest I'd ever been without getting a hangover. I was kind of looking at him because, you know, we had been talking about how I brew beer and I do this podcast and everything. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder what a beer brewed with smart water would be like. Is it just electrolytes and you don't get hung over? Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, huh, be a lot of money to spend on water for five gallons of smart water. But well, at the same <laughs> might time, be fun. when you have, you know, fresh coffee in your beer, you don't necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it's got the caffeine in it, but you don't necessarily feel it because it's counteracted with the alcohol. Exactly. Travis, do you still brew with strictly jug water? No. Okay. Have you noticed a significant decrease in drunkenness or hangoverness <laughs> since you stopped brewing with strictly jug water? Um. No. I mean, lots. A lot other. Uh, a lot of other things have changed since I've started using uh, tap water. Also. Sure, I guess that's not a completely fair question. Yeah. But mm. I, I would think that if you brewed with smart water, that's the only way to lead to smart sharts later on. <laughs> <laughs> so when you pour that last bit of yeasty sediment down. You know what's coming. Yeah. Mm. You smartly know what's coming. I have heard that that's what hangovers are. It's just a, a decrease of vitamin B or something. Huh. And so, if you just load up on that, then you know they have those pills you can take for hangovers the night mm -hmm. before, and then you won't yeah. have. Well, and the the Sam like the Adams guy. Was, uh, oh, that's a rumor. Yeah, I was saying <laughs> he was like, I drink a vial of yeast before I go, and I never get a hangover. And they were like, No, nah, it's total <laughs> quack. Like, they're <laughs> I wonder how the yeast react to the smart water. Do you think that makes them more like flocculent? Well, if electrolytes are what <laughs> plants crave, then maybe yeast also crave yes. electrolytes. That's how, you're going to double your uh, uh, ABV. Do plants crave <laughs> moonshine now? Hmm. If I water my, I'm craving a poundability plant, rating on this. My Jester uncle King. sure does. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyway, what's your poundability? Oh. I'm not going to find it out because it's an out of production seven year old beer. <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna say this is a sipping beer. 
It's the yes. lowest yeah, you, poundability I've ever had. You have before. to you have to sound more indignant than that, though. This is a sipping beer. <laughs> That's better. That's better. Now I sounded a feminine. Extra feminine. <laughs> <laughs> this is Eddie. <laughs> this is a sipping beer. <laughs> this is a sipping beer. But uh, I, I would give it a poundability of two just because it was better than anything else we had today. <laughs> So I have to rate it higher than than those, um, but I still wouldn't want to pound this. I mean, I can always make more of this. <laughs> can I'm, you make more of the Jester King? I cannot make more of the <laughs> Jester King. Uh, nor can they. Oh, touche! I wonder if they don't have any more oh, dry English. They can yeast. try. <laughs> The guy that sold them the packet of dry English yeast when they made this, he's like, hey, man, you want some more dry English yeast? And they're like, no, man, shove it. We're using our own farmhouse yeast now. And that was that. That bridge was burnt. We can never have this beer ever again. And then why yeast called White Labs, who called Safe Ale, and they were all like, nah, Jester King, never again. (laughs) Hmm. My poundability. That's totally factual. I didn't make any of that up. <laughs> My poundability is Poundability at 10. <laughs> it's two. We're on the two train. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to assume eight plus. Assume eight plus? I'm going to assume it. I'm not going to oh. chug it. Usually by the time Just you kidding. ask me what my I thought you said this is. lowest poundability you've ever given. Well, in practicality, yes, because I'm not going to pound it. So it's poundability in A. Not right. applicable. Not applicable. <laughs> when it's uh, between very strongly agree and very strongly disagree, and you just click the middle button. <laughs> this Basically, when you click that button, you're saying, meh. Yeah. <laughs> I consider myself a... Happy person, agree or disagree? Meh. Eh. <laughs> and then they try and get you later by going, I'm happy most of the time. The meh. answer is still meh. <laughs> not going to catch me in a lie. <laughs> and then they'll ask you, I'm upset most of the time. And you're still meh. 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 <laughs> so BJCP on this one for Imperial Stout. Man, I don't see too many things lacking on this one. It's no. got the rich, chewy mouthfeel that you're looking for. Uh, definitely very roasty. Chocolate notes. Uh, perhaps the bit of burnt ashiness might be... Slash tobacco. Might be a little bit to detract on it, but I think yeah. even in the guidelines it says it it can border on that. But uh, this is... By the time the because tobacco creeps up on you, you may have already written your stuff down. Well, and here's the thing, too, because it, Imperial Stout, I mean, the word astringent is thrown around a lot as being a negative. But mm. on, on Imperial Stout, I think sometimes it's kind of a, well, meh. Meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that, eh, it's really roasty. It's a little it, astringent. It might be okay. It's an Imperial Stout, or it's especially if it's a Russian. It's a Russian Imperial Stout. So, yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, super bitter and, and roasty. And, you know, well, I might get in there with this beer goes to 11. <laughs> I don't have a good enough vocabulary to really describe a difference between acrid and that, but I feel like acrid would be the bad side. Yeah. 
I mean, astringent, it's just like really, really bitter and it makes your mouth do that yeah. thing, you know. I mean, we have uh, like a really strong IPA or a double IPA, then, you know, hop derived astringency is okay because mm-hmm. it's going to be super bitter. Um, but, you know, in stouts and, and multi beers, it's always considered a negative thing. But I think when you're talking Imperial Stouts or Russian Imperial Stouts, it's like, eh, we're gonna like we're gonna dance on that border a little bit, and it's gonna be okay. I'm not getting that super roasty astringent vibe from this Jester King. I mean, it's roasty and it's it's chocolatey and it's you know dark, but it's not astringent. Hmm. The only person sharing my question about astringency versus acrid is a woman with a website called Peach Dish. <laughs> and she's talking about cucumbers, so I don't think I'm going to read any further. Can cucumbers uh, be acrid or astringent? Maybe she's pickling them. I don't pH acidity. Mm. Veggies that are raw are considered bitter. Rawr. I think I'm out of this conversation. Yeah. Uh, as applicable to beer. Catch us later on. Travis looks like he's been doing some research. Yeah, so um, I went through the guidelines and just kind of looked for (laughs) any notes about burnt or ashy. And in the category of 20C Imperial Stout, under the flavor category, it does talk about that, but it also includes a word that I'm not sure should be included. So it says, a slightly burnt grain burnt curant or terry character may be evident terry t-a-r-r-y did you look that word up i did so i'm going through dictionary.com <laughs> that seems like a verb looking at all the definitions and uh, of course the oh, perry. Like, perry the, the first perry. one <laughs> terry is you know to remain or to stay to delay i'm terry still too verbs. long okay yeah the only one that i think <laughs> might fit is an adjective of or like tar, smeared with tar. Uh, gross, but accurate to a stout. But I've, yeah, I've never <laughs> tasted tar. You know, you smell it if you're driving down the road or somebody's getting yeah, roofing done. Yeah, it smells like sour. But I'm not certain that that's an accurate description of what you would look for in this style. No. Are you doubting? I am. The BJCP. We've done it before. I'll do it again. Oh. I've been drinking for like four hours straight now. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. I'm a golden god. Perry. <laughs> Perry. <laughs> After exclaiming that he's a golden god, he parries the pool below him and does not get wet. <laughs> but it does say it can have slightly burnt notes. So, well, I would hope so because most examples of the style do. Yeah. Um, so rating uh, sixty two by Joyce Ipe. I think just making up numbers. <laughs> Doing our do B C J P. <laughs> Why not? Uh, a I don't know. Mid this. Uh, I have a feeling that this would be polarizing for some reason. Mm. Sitting at a table. 
If you because take the some, label off of it and don't tell anybody what it is, which is what you're supposed to do, I think you're going to feel alcohol all over the place first and mistake it for something well, else. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, somebody's going to say it's not roasty enough. How, who? And somebody's going to say <laughs> it's too roasty. Because it's not, it doesn't have that um, sharp roastiness that you get from some Imperial Stouts. This is pretty round. It's not like punch you in the face, sharp, roasty, and astringent. I, I would agree, but I which would, some people look for in Imperial Stout. So that's think. what I'm saying. Like some people would say it's not enough. Some people say it's too much. Some people would say, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that this one would be something that would be a, a, a conversation and not. I gave it this, or did you give it the? Okay, good. We're gonna, we're gonna move on now. I think the minute the person got to the O sound in roasty, they would have to stop speaking. Because they're going, I don't know, guys. This one's not very. <laughs> so, so it's a late hitter. Yeah, like it's. Just, I don't know how you could possibly. <laughs> Grant, I'm going to be on the side that's going to say this was extra roasty. But yeah, I, I'm feeling like any sort of long vowel sounds are just pulling more and more of that out of a late flavor. Because I've judged a flight of imperial stouts at a contest and. People think that if you enter that into a competition, you have to like punch them in the face with it if you want it to be successful. And everybody seems to take the guidelines and take it to the nth degree. And I'm just like, oh, this is acrid. This is burnt. This is gross. And then the other guy at the table is like, oh, no, I think it's fantastic. I'm like, what? are we tasting the same beer? You know? I tasted a cake of dry powder in my stout you tasted sour berries yeah i don't know i'm just saying like that's where i think this beer is well no i didn't say i didn't say yours was sour i just said i I only got berries yeah well maybe not berries but (laughs) mine was like a lump of chalk sitting on my tongue drying me out drawn out I still think this would score pretty well. Yeah, I, I think is, so too. I just I have a feeling there'd be that one guy at the table that's like, eh. perhaps. Yeah, I have no problem giving this thirty nine, forty, even. It's yeah, I'd be right there too. Forty still has everything that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's lost mm-hmm. much over the course of seven years. Um, it's been well preserved, obviously in the fridge the whole time. But man, yeah, and for them to keep out the uh, oxidation notes. Means yeah. that they really took care of it before it went into the bottle. Yeah, good on that little cap without the man's face on it. <laughs> good job, Cap. Is there stuff now still capped or is it Cajun corked? It's capped. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was Cajun corked. Nope. Unless they've changed since the last time I had a little bottle of Little Prince. This bottle looks like it'd be Cajun corked because it's got that little swoop on the lip. Yeah, well, but I mean, like, the cap differences. Yeah. Does the other one fit inside the... <laughs> anyway, I guess that wraps it up. Thanks for sharing yeah. all your uh, beers with us. Right? Yeah. A lot of beer. You brought a lot over. Yeah. And I'm surprised we're still relatively sober. Right? Thanks for, thanks for making room in the beer fridge for all the sour beer that Ashley's been hoarding while she's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Whoa. A friend of mine just checked into Pliny the Elder. Talk about sour milk. I haven't had one of those in... Oh. 
That's <laughs> a throwback to the other beer we had. Just make a breastfeeding <laughs> reference. <laughs> Did you just put lacto in my child's formula? Lactose? Lacto. <laughs> I don't care about lactose. I care about just lacto. breast milk. <laughs> oh no, somebody dump a milk in a beer. Make oh, an God. imperial stout that is at imperial least 50% milk chocolate milk. Oh. oh, God. All right. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> are we wrapping up another episode of Brew Styles? We are. Or- Thanks for joining us when we uh, cleaned out Frito's dilapidated... Wait. What did I say before? I forgot. <laughs> Drained out. No, d- disheveled. Delightfully dilapidated. Chilling device. Either Delectable. Way. Frado has a clean fridge uh-huh. now, so that's what we're uh, that's what we're celebrating. <laughs> Dunk <here>. tank, <laughs> Dunk tank. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you want to go to Hurricane Harbor after this? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> Join us next week whenever we feature the beers from Michigan, the Midwest, another state that's not Texas. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Midwest, and it happened to be Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the future. Yeah, it's in the future. Midwest. It's in the future. Join us next week whenever we feature beers from the Midwest. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cheers until then. Yay.